We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Let's go. It's time to hit the music, man. The New York Knicks win. Beat the Sacramento Kings. Tell me what you saw, Alex, today. Tell me what you saw. Dude, it was a – we came out firing on all cylinders. That's what I saw tonight. First unit had it going in the first half. Second unit was just on fire tonight, though. I think it was like 54 points that they had or, or more. Uh, in total, just like helping the Knicks just lead the way quickly, shooting well from three, Burks as well. Derek Rose just going, was scorching hot from the field. And, he, of course, he had our, our all-star Julius Randle contributing as well. It was just really clicking on all, like, on all cylinders when it came to the offensive uh, side. And then defensively, like they had, very, they had a lot of key moments. We saw Frank get in there, get three steals. Right. and was helping move the ball along too, just – a lot of good ball movement, a lot of good things overall. Third quarter, like we saw a little down because they came a little flat. There was not a lot of ball movement. They can't be. They were like really stagnant. No one was really cutting. They allowed the they allowed the Kings to get back within five points. But once that second unit came back in, the floodgates opened, and they were able to close it. Yeah, absolutely. I want to start off by talking about Derrick Rose, man, because um, with Alfred Payton out, um. Derrick Rose had to step in. He hits five for five from the start. Um, he really set the tone for us. You know what I mean? He really set the tone, um, and he, he played well. I felt like the difference between Derrick Rose and Alfred Payton was apparent. Derrick Rose is a guy where, you know, you're not going to be able to go on under the screen every single time. Alfred Payton could hit a mid-range shot every once in a while, but Derrick Rose can do it time and time again once he gets hot. He's not afraid. And once he started getting hot, you saw what the Sacramento Kings did. They started to go under the streams, and um, Derrick Rose made them pay. And the, 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 um, the, the, how did I say this? The momentum continued in the second quarter. I feel like the second quarter and the second unit is where this game started to shift because, you know, we, we're looking at the score, right? 77 points by these New York Knicks. We score 140 points. 
the most points we scored this season, more points than we scored in the Bucks. We, we, we did what we had to do against the worst defense in the entire league, and we did it well. But I feel like the defensive end of the ball is where we won this game, um, Alex, especially from that second unit. And we, we didn't play that good of defense. Tom Pedro will, you know, he's going to have some qualms. He, he's going to look at the tape. He's going to say, we did this wrong, we did that wrong. But at the end of the day, I feel like the second unit defense played just enough good defense to win this game. Is, am I right or am I wrong on this, Alex? Man? No, you're right about that, Jalis. Like, the, the Knicks didn't play. They played solid defense overall for the most part. Like I said, like, we saw them give up the lead in the third quarter, but it was a lot of key moments. I wouldn't say it was just – it wasn't necessarily, like, the most clamping defense. I mean, we did no. give up 120 points, right? Right. So it wasn't anything, like, spectacular. But they put they had key moments. It was either key steals, causing turnovers, you know, being able to box out and get the defensive rebound. They were doing things that were important in order to seal this victory. So that's where, like, it, the defense was important in that way, but it wasn't the main factor. It was really all offense. They were just hitting everything. I mean, they shot 50, over 50% from three uh, from the three-point line as a team, mm-hmm. and they shot over 50% for, uh, just in total in field goals. So it was just a great shooting night for the team, which is what you should do when, you ha- when you're playing the Kings, who's one of the worst defenses in the league. No, yeah. No, yeah, absolutely right. Offense had a lot to do with it. And I feel like our offense stalled, man. The offense stalled in the third quarter a little bit. Knicks, you know, we had our typical third quarter of doom where the, the Sacramento Kings, they cut the lead to about five points. And I think it happened mostly because we didn't have the same ball movement that we had in the first two quarters. Um, by the end of halftime, we had 15 assists. And I feel like it slowed down in that third, but for some reason we was able to pick it up. And it's funny because I don't think it was necessarily we had more ball movement to get back on track. It just I just feel like we just started to hit more shots. <laughs> um. And when you're talking about shot makers, you got to talk about Alec Burks, man. This is Alex Burks came out ahead. It was a flamethrower. We hit five threes in the fourth quarter. Um, I think 19 points in the fourth quarter, alone, fourth quarter alone. And when we got in trouble, we saw Alec Burks of old. We, the Alec Burks that I saw from back in the preseason when I was screaming, no, this is the most <laughs> important signing of the New York Knicks for $6 million. He's giving you threes. He's giving you he, he's giving you all this versatility. All that was gone <laughs> for I don't know how many games. But today it came back, and it came back when we needed because we really needed this win. I know it's not a must win, but it kind of was a must win because we need to, first of all, we need to shut up. Um, oh, what's his name? Current the frog with the sipping tea. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. Help me out, Alex. The rookie, Halliburton. Hall- Halliburton. Oh, we need, we, we, we need to calm. We yeah. need to calm down. We need to calm Halliburton down because he was feeling himself this game. So we really lead this way. Uh, and I'm glad that Alec Burks was able to step up to the plate and do this for us and Knicks fans. No. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, we got trolled by Halliburton the last game while we were out in Sacramento on that West Coast trip. They got us. That was a close game. We should have had that one too, but. We gave them their ju- we get we got our justice. We got it tonight. We put it on them. Dropped 141 points in their face on our home turf. And you know this was a this was an important game for us, JL. It's like this is a home stand. We're supposed to protect home court. And look, we just lost to the Golden State Warriors. You know we can't we don't want to go down a skid. And we're trying to stay in playoff contention, right? Right. As you said, we're we're in the sixth spot right now. 
all these games are important because we saw the second half schedule. It's released. It is brutal. Yeah, man. Like once we get back, we, we need to get as many wins as we can possible to stay in this race. So, yeah, this was a must win for us. And it, sh- it should be because it's also a weak team. And we want to make sure that we can get above 500 for once. We're now one game Again, away from being 500. Yeah. Can we actually do it? Can we do it, please? Get to 500? <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. Though. I need to. If we can do that, I'll be so ecstatic, man. Because like you said, the second half of the schedule is not going to be easy. We have, At the end of the year, we're going to have like a six-game skid. We're playing above 500 playoff teams back-to-back-to-back on the West Coast. So before we even get to this all-star break that's coming on in a week, we need to get every single win imaginable and it start, started today with being a lowly Sacramento team who was supposed to beat. He was on an eight game losing streak. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, before we even get into the rest of the show, first first and foremost, hit that thumbs up button off your boys, man. Cause I, I'm, I'm covering for your guys, CP. CP and Ash are at the game. He asked me to do this last minute, so we doing it right now. Shout out to Alex, to Alex, man, Alex the Tricaster, because he was on a show, he was on a KOT show last night with me, so it's like a double header for us. <laughs> and so thank, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like a back to back for us, like awesome Drake style stuff. So shout out to Alex for being here last minute and doing the show with me and rocking. Um, I know, I I believe, I believe there is um, a form in the chat because there will be no questions, there will be no phone calls today. Because I don't, I don't really have the capabilities that CP has, but we'll be able to get to some questions at some point. So I know, I know, um, I know that the form should be passed around in the chat. And once we get to a certain part in the show, we can answer some questions for, for you guys. All right. So make sure, as always, hit those thumbs up button for you guys, and um, enjoy the show. And yeah, we're just gonna get right back to it now. Now, Alex, um. It's another guy I want to I want to get to right now, right? Uh, I'm not even gonna get. I'm not get. I'm no no. I'm a slow. I'm a slow walk dog, Alec. (laughs) I'm not even going there, Alec, because you know, listen. I've been getting a lot of heat. I've been getting a lot of heat about my takes here. You know what I mean? I'm getting a lot of heat about my takes here, (laughs) about quickly, about Rose, about Frank. I'm getting. I'm feeling a little bit of redemption today, but I'm gonna just chill. I'm not even gonna get there yet. I'm a slow walk the dog. We going to Julius Randle. <laughs> let's let's go. All right. We going to Julius right. Randle, all right? We, we, before we get there, we get into Julius Randle. Julius Randle had a typical Julius Randle game: twenty-one points, fourteen rebounds, four assists. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell me what you saw with Julius. Randle. Yeah, a, a, a quiet twenty. A quiet. Yo, twenty-one points. It's so Dude. boring how he gets twenty-one and fourteen now, dog. It's so boring. Dude, it. This is why he's the all-star, though, man. He goes out there, and he's consistently putting up 20-plus points, grabbing 10-plus rebounds, and keeping the ball moving. You saw how he was playing tonight. We saw in the first half, especially in the first half, they were utilizing the double team on him so well. They were giving him the ball at the right right at the top, like, what was it, by the foul line, by the elbow, and they were waiting for the double team, and then he would swing it out, right. look for the open man, and keep the ball moving. We the best one I saw was when he kicked it out to who was it was, 
He drew the double team, kicked it out to D Rose at the the wing, and then D Rose quickly passed it to RJ, mm-hmm. for, and he knocked down the three. That's the type of stuff that Julius Randle that 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 just elevated his game to a whole other level because it, we we don't see that silly like I'm just gonna bulldoze my way in. Right. He's looking for everybody. He's keeping everybody involved, and he's understanding that he can just get he can easily get 21 points. That is the craziest part about this, and he just grabs boards with such ease. It's it, it's amazing, man. It really is amazing. Yeah, man. And I, what I have to say about this game, crew, is like we've been struggling a lot of times on the offensive end because we have not been able to take advantage of the double teams and the spacing that Julius Randle provides us night to night. Like on mm-hmm. nights like this, you know, the last game before this, Alex, we had quickly who was um, hesitating. You know, Reggie Bullock is a guy who who, who he appears in the first quarter and disappears. Um, R.J. Barrett, he's been you know he's been better at three for the most part, but, you know, last few games he hasn't been. Like, I, I just feel like every time he he, he um, creates that space for us, they don't capitalize, but today was a lot different. Um, season high in threes. This is what you want from a guy he's going to give you double teams. Season high in threes, 19 threes for us today. Um, something that we don't see every day. It could be a product of, you know, having playing the worst defensive team in the league, but when you play a team like this, this is what you're supposed to do, you know. You're supposed to take advantage of what the defense gives you and execute. And honestly, Alex, as good as we are on the defensive end as as a Knicks, as a Nick, we have to beat this team on the offensive end because they're just that good defensively. And I'm glad that we were able to step up and and you know take the challenge. And ironically, I is the Alfred, the Alfred Payton. The Alfred Payton injury, I don't I don't wish injury on anyone. Mm-hmm. But it might have been how do I how do I say this? The, the, the timing of the injury couldn't have been more perfect for us. You know what I mean? And it sounds bad saying that. <laughs> like I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to say it real nicely, but it just allowed us to test out different lineups that everybody wanted to test um for weeks. And it allowed me to eat some curl because because Alfred Payton is out. Now let's now let's go, Alex. Now because Alfred Payton was out, <laughs> Derrick Rose started, right? Mm-hmm. Right? And now when Derrick Rose started, everybody's assuming Austin Rivers is getting back in the game. But no. But no. Your man. Your man. The Prince. French Prince back into the rotation. Puts his stamp on the game. I'm not, he didn't go crazy. He didn't go crazy. He put his defensive stamp on his game, and he made an impact. And he's done. He's done things that I thought he can do this whole time when he's on the bench. People's calling a bum. I'm, I'm. I'm. Go ahead. Go ahead, Alex. I don't even want to say anymore, man. I don't want to. Go ahead. What, what did you think about, about Frank's games, man? Go. Go ahead. I mean, Frank. Look, Frank. Frank's not going to give you the the stat stuffer, right? That we see from Julius or RJ or even quickly, especially when it comes to quickly and uh, putting up like points, right? And three point numbers. But what we're going to get from Frank is a really just good, well rounded game, and we and we got that tonight, and a very good four game to add on top of that. I mean, you got three steals from you. He gave you seven points. He got you one out of three from the three point line. He went three for six, so he went fifty percent from the field today. He was when he and when he shot, he shot with confidence. Which, right. I, which you like to see, and the defense though, the defense causing turnovers, just being just being a pest. You know, he he gave the, he got the assignment of uh, gu- uh, guarding uh, 
Tyrese Halliburton tonight. No easy task. Tyrese Halliburton, like for a rookie, he's really good. You know, Tyrese yeah, had his and he did his thing. points not, tonight. He's still good. He, he did, did his thing. thing. Yep, he did his thing. But he caused problems for Darren Fox and making sure Darren Fox couldn't pass to Halliburton or to any of other his teammates, whether it was uh, Harrison Barnes as well, right? He was just making sure he was in the lanes, making sure that he was guarding the perimeter well. And it was just a good defense. He forced a lot of things. To, he made He made the Kings uncomfortable. Right. right, and that's what you want, and that's what you want. He did that tonight, and that's what that's what is so good about this. And on top of that, he helps swing the ball. Like he moves the ball. If quick, if if quickly, you know, it gave quickly the opportunity to shoot. And when as soon as he passed the Frank, you know, Frank's either gonna go for it if it's wide open, or he's gonna keep it moving, he's gonna dribble, look for the next guy, and just keep the ball moving. You know, it's kind of like that little bit of thing that people talked about for Halburton. Halburton's like a good connector. Right, Frank can. I'm not. I'm not going to say that Frank is the same connector as Hal Burton, but Frank is a good connector. He keeps the ball moving, keeps it just flowing. He doesn't let it stop. He doesn't. There's no stagnation. As soon as you saw the second unit come in, you saw the ball movement start to open up again. You started seeing to get to Obi Toppin. You started to see get it to quickly. You started seeing Burks get it. You know, everyone, and even Taj. All those guys were starting to play well uh, within that second unit. So that's what I liked from this uh, from that second unit. That's what Frank brought to the second unit as well yeah and also what i like about the second unit and what frank brings is it gives derrick rose you know um a space in the starting unit where it gives the starting unit a little bit more spacing he's not he's not the perfect you know shooter but he's going to be better than right. Peyton, right it right. also frees up quickly to do his thing you know with, without pressure because he, he saw quickly today monster game you know mm-hmm. uh man quickly was good well, five or ten for twenty-five points. He was twelve or twelve from the free throw line. Um, when you have a defender like Frank who doesn't really need the ball, and you have a guy like Quickly who, you know, he doesn't have to second guess. He doesn't have to second guess. He doesn't hesitate. He can just go. He can just mm-hmm. go when you don't have to defer to somebody. I feel like that's a good, that's a good situation for Quickly to kind of just terrorize second units. At least for this one game. At least for this one game. Um, you know what I mean, and I think that's the the other the other, uh, and that's the other the the unintended uh, the unintended not consequence but benefit from having Alpha Payton out and starting Derrick Rose and separating quickly, and Derrick Rose, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, definitely from this game tonight. You know, I'd like to see it moving forward. I mean, we can't just you know, we can't just go off of one game. It looked really good tonight. I'd like to see how it goes against. Uh, I'd like to see how it goes this weekend, right? And we can get even a better idea. I think we're playing the Pacers this weekend, right? Yeah, playing, playing the Pacers. Pacers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'd like to see how we work against the Pacers this weekend. See if that we can continue this type of momentum with this type of unit if Alfred Payton is still out. Um, I like what I saw. I don't, see, I don't see how you can go from this, quickly go back to anything else if you like the ball movement, if you like the offense. I think if you're Tom Thibodeau, you'd want to see if – this is not just a fluke and that you can actually have sustainability from this because if so it works and to talk about quickly right like you talk about relieving the pressure right um with frank you know i know everyone's like well he doesn't put up a lot of points but not everyone needs to put up a crazy amount of points sometimes you just need a guy who can just keep the ball moving and just do the other things that no one else wants to do which is like play defense or just the the little gritty things, whether it's setting a screen and stuff like that, that stuff matters to create 
openings for you guys who, are, who can score. Not everyone's going to get up like 20 points a game. So right. I like what Frank. I like what he did. Um, let's see. Let's see if he can do it again when we play the Pacers this week. If we keep that lineup. I, also, it should be noted that he closed the game too. Like yeah. Tibbs left him in there to close. Tibbs so. left him in there to close, which is something I, I didn't see coming. I didn't see him playing any minutes, and I didn't see him closing. And when the game was on the line, like when he started to chip away at the lead, it was down 10. He made some good defensive stops, passed the ball to Obi Toppin, who who finished with a thunderous dunk. So, yeah, he's absolutely right, Alex. I'm sorry. Continue your point. <laughs> no, no, that that was it. And it's funny because yesterday uh, on your show, right, we were talking about who do we think was going to start yep. uh, if, if Austin Rivers was coming back in with quickly. And we're like, yeah, it's probably going to be Austin Rivers. And yeah. we both said we would like to be shocked. And sure enough, we yo, got shocked yo, today. Yo, we are shocked, man. And listen, I said, Alex, I said, yo, if Frank plays well, I'm going to be mad annoying. I'm 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 only going I'm I'm mid annoying right now. I'm not going to be all the way annoying today. But tomorrow I'm going to be mad annoying. I'm letting you know right now. <laughs> <laughs> talk your talk, JL. So, so from the quickly points. Yo. Listen. Julius Randle playing well. He shouldn't have been traded. That's being proven right now. Frank is not a wash. He can still contribute. That's been being proven right now. Quickly being on ball. We need him more on ball. That's being proven right now. I'm 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 just I'm just I'm just talking my stuff today. That's it. I'm just talking my stuff today. That's it. That's it. Let's get to the questions though. I know some of you guys. Um, first and foremost, before we continue, hit those thumbs up button for your boys, man. Covering for CP and Ash, who's out on location, um, doing Knicks fan TV at MSG with that crazy crowd. You know what, Alex? There was a part. There was a part of. <laughs> there was a part of the game where I heard we want quickly. Mm-hmm. And I just knew CP started that, yo. I just knew <laughs> CP because if you if you follow Knicks Fan TV over the last year, there was a famous incident that happened where um De- where Derrick Rose, not Derrick Rose. <laughs> when, oh, was it DSJ? Yeah, when DSJ was on the court and people were screaming, "We want Frank! We want Frank!" CP started that chant. <laughs> CP started that chant. And CP, CP oh, will say that. CP will say that. He said it on air. So when the Knicks, when the when the Knicks started missing, and I saw, heard the "We Want Rose" chant, I mean "We Want Quickly" chant, I was like, "Yo, CP's at it again." I know he started it. I know he started it. <laughs> <laughs> I just know. And you hear, and you heard Breen was like, I, I can hear a faint thing. I don't know what everyone's saying. And then he's like, <laughs> Oh, they're they're saying we want quickly. <laughs> I was like, I think I was like, they 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 name it. They're going for quickly. They cheering for quickly, man. And I know CPU did it. Confess, bro. Next game, we're getting that confession from you, man. I know, I know it's you. I know it's you. I know you got to ask me to too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, yo, we got to get these questions. Though Before you even get to the questions, salute to the chat, man. Shout out to everybody who's in this chat rocking with us. You can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us watching with Nick's Fan TV right now. And shout you know, and Nick Time Show, representing the Time Show. And my guy, Alex Tratacaster, man, who's been here last minute. Did a show with me yesterday on some back-to-back stuff. So shout out to you, Alex, for being here last minute, man. But shout out to Casey. Shout out to the original man in the chat. Shout out to Mateen. Are around who? Shout out to Scrooge King, Son Goku, First Lady of Sports, my fake cousin Winston Ellis. Shout out to you, John Talento, and Lex the Destroyer, man. I don't know if you want to shout out anybody in the chat, man, but you can if you want to. Uh, shout out to all the mods, man. I saw Arya in the chat, Knicks Fan TV Dave, Nightbot. Uh, who's we got? <laughs> Nightbot. Uh, yeah, shout out to Nightbot. Yeah, shout out to Nightbot. We got John Talento in the chat. 
Uh, who else we got in the chat? Nick's number one seed. Shout out to you, too. Facts, facts, facts. All right, yo. Let's get to these questions real quick, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. It says, all right, first and foremost, if you don't know, there's a, there's a sign-in sheet that's being crossed around with questions. You want to ask questions to us, I'm going to read them off and answer these questions for you guys, all right? First question, it says, the prince. I know it's not a question, but I'm just saying, though. <laughs> Yo, wrong night to have me man the controls man with frank just playing good man by myself with nobody to check me with no ass to come down my neck talking about send him back to frank <laughs> wrong night i'm right i'm right i'm good i'm gonna be good i'm gonna be good i'm being good today all right cool all right, next question says, with tonight's performance, is it better that quickly played the point instead of the off guard? Uh, yeah, you go take this one, Alex. I already know my answer. Is it better that he played the point than the off guard? For tonight, I'm going to say yes, just because it worked. Um, I'm not going <laughs> to say that it works every single night. I mean, there was nights that it was working when he was off ball with Rose. And, like, we saw, like, the, when he initially came here, right. like, he was still playing well. So I think it goes by a game, a game to game basis. You know, we've seen him struggle against solid veteran guards like Mike Connolly. So I don't know if you always want him to play the point. I think you like that flexibility, right? As of right now, as he still is learning, as he is still learning the game. But for tonight, absolutely, it was good to have him on ball. Yeah, like the thing for me with Emmanuel quickly, I just want him on ball more at times. And that was, you know, everybody knows that was my one of my big concerns. With Derek Rose coming here is. Him just coming off ball for long stretches because I, I feel like to maximize our team's potential, um, quickly he's going to need more off ball, on ball reps because mm-hmm. like I want I want him to you know get some Dame like reps in where he's shooting deep threes, stretching the defense and putting pressure on these guys right because we haven't had a player like that in the New York Knicks uniform in a long time. So I mean, like you said, Alex, tonight it worked for us. It might not work every single night. I want to see, you know, it'd be interesting to see if if he's off and he has Frank next to him, what, how that situation would look, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it'd be interesting. That would be interesting to see if, if Frank tries to, like, do something with it or, or calm the team down. Or I want to see that dynamic if Frank came in the backcourt together and he's off. I would like to see that for sure. All right? Cool, all right. Good. Coming on to the next question. Um... Do you still do y'all think it's a problem that the second unit seems to have better chemistry than the first unit? Um, <laughs> oh, oh man, man. The, the, I, man, you know what? I can't. You know what? This this is one of those games where, okay, both units did well, right? Yep. Both units did well. Um. I feel like this night, they have nights, man. There's nights when the first unit is playing well, and there's nights when the second unit is playing well. Um, mm-hmm. I do feel like if we made some changes, the first unit can play even better. I, 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 can't, say definitively, I can't say definitively that the second unit plays better than the first unit at this point. And this time, and today is like a cheat code because somebody in the second unit is in the first unit. So I, even, I really don't even know how to completely like think that question through. You know what I mean? But I, I will say um, the chemistry can be better, yes, with the lack of passing. And I feel like there's, there's an easy way to fix that by taking somebody out and putting somebody back in. And I also feel like, um, you know, the spacing is a problem as well. 
and I feel like there's also an easy way to fix that. Go ahead, Alex. Let's you. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that the second unit has better chemistry than the first unit. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we saw the first unit dig us out of the hole against Minnesota, and the second unit didn't have it going. They didn't have it going in the last two games, so they had it going tonight. You know. Um, right. I, I I don't think I don't. I think the better que- I think the better question is like, do they switch from being on and off? And I, I yes, they do switch from being on and off. You're going to have the first unit who's not going to play so well, and you're going to have the second unit playing well, and vice versa. And you hope for nights like tonight where they're both playing well. That's really what it is. I don't think it's necessarily a chemistry issue because they've all played with each other long enough at this point. We're about halfway through the season, so they all understand each other's tendencies. Right. Um, you know, it's you, the real question is like, does it is are the is the fit good for the first unit? Is the fit good for the second unit? Right. How, how how are the guys like like meshing? And we've seen like with D Rose in the second unit, it's fine because he can push the pace with quickly with Toppin, with Burks, uh, Taj, or and when Mitch was healthy, even Noel. Right. So it looks good. And then even with the first unit, right? The first unit is just we don't have four spacing, so we know what it we know what that unit is with either Noel or Mitch in the starting unit. It's going to work through Julius, and then you're going to have RJ subsidizing some points. You're going to have hopefully Bullock getting some shots up, like his nominal like six to seven shots a game, and you hope he's making threes. Peyton, you hope that he makes his five shots, so that way we're guaranteed for a win, as Wally Zerbiak likes to point out. Um, and then Noel will get his what four buckets in the first half and maybe like whatever. So that's just how the first unit is rocking. It's it's really meant just to run through Julius and he's he's the offense, you know. Right. And I hope RJ's having a really good night too. Nah, it's kind of it's kind of I, yeah. You kind of answered this, the question the same way I did, but you, but like differently. So I think we're on the same page on that. You know what? Let me hit these super chats up since I don't have the functionality to like check the super chats later. So let me answer these super chats right now as they come in. Um, shout out to First Lady of Sports who sends a twenty dollars super chat. Says I'm upset. Ashley is not live because Frank played well <laughs> and definitely has a role on this team and not in France. She didn't write not in France, but <laughs> I added a little spice to that. I mean, you know, we've had our, we've had our, I've battled Ashley and, and CP on the Frank thing. I will say this, I'll say this about Ashley though. Ashley has calmed down on the Frank stuff lately. She, she, she has calmed down. So I'm going to give her that. I'm going to give her that. But I do wish that they were here today so I can have a little bit more fun um, making fun of them. Jails wants his vengeance. <laughs> I want my vengeance, man. I took some bullets, man. Every time I go on the KOT show, I go, yo, I took bullets for the Frank Hive today on my show, man. I really did. Man. I, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Get my little my little one-day vindication. All right. Next Super Chat is coming in from First Lady Sports. It says, another $5 Super Chat says, Rose and quickly both need the ball to be effective. Tays must keep Rose on the first unit and I keep on the second. I like that, personally. Just because it gets Alfred Payton out the out the out the <laughs> equation, even though he's been playing well, I don't want I don't want to kill the guy, but it just seems like that might be the more natural fit, man. Especially if we can, you know, especially if Derrick Rose keeps this up. If it, I'm not sure if he can at this high level. Like I think it's, this is kind of like a, no. you know, he's not gonna go perfect for every game. But I do, absolutely not. <laughs> I do like the idea of IQ roaming free. And mm-hmm. maybe if it does get crazy with IQ in the second year, maybe you can always play Rose a little bit extra. 
in, in with the second unit at times or or do something like that. I don't know. Just something to think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally, I totally get that playing Rose. I mean, he's a better shooter, right? He's a better force spacer marginally. Not like we're getting uh, right. CP3 or anyone else who's like shooting the lights out from uh, top of the key. But when he's on, he's on, and on, a, on a, that's. I think that's the thing with D Rose that's more intriguing about this is that he has the capability of doing this right from going or just being going nuclear and then really opening up the offense unlike Peyton who is so inconsistent with his jump shot because it's so flat so if you have D Rose in the first unit you have to actually honor his shot yeah more you can't and you're not going to go zone really on like you can go zone but you're not going to do it as heavily as you would with Alfred Payton out there on the court. So it helps for a four-spacing standpoint because then you have two, three right. shooters. Mm-hmm. I, I, can't even say, I can't even say that Julius is not even a shooter. Julius is a shooter at this point from beyond beyond the arc. Absolutely. Then you have Reggie and, and you have D. Rose. So now you're talking about three guys. And then if it's RJ's on, you get you get four guys. It's Are they all going to be consistent that night? Um, that's the question. But it could be there, right? But mm-hmm. when D. Rose goes cold, and we've seen him go cold, we've seen him go one for eight. Right. One for ten, so you know what the worst can be. Um, the thing that I will say that I like about D Rose is that he can push the pace, and he's looking for guys. So as long as he understands to keep everyone involved, I can see the offense moving a lot smoother with the first unit instead of having Alfred Payton in there. Absolutely. And speaking of starting lineups, next question is: I know people want IQ to start, but he does not fit in a starting lineup like Rose does. Rose at the moment is a better facilitator, and Tibbs ain't starting no rookie. Uh, I don't. I can't say that yet. I can't say that. I mean, I do know Rose fits good with the the um, first unit, and I would say at this point, yes, he's a, b- a better facilitator. Yes, but I do also feel like quickly offers something to that first unit that Rose doesn't, and I also mm. kind of feel like um, there's been a spurts when I've seen quickly play with the first unit where it's looked okay, but I just feel like he needs more reps. I'm, I'm not going to definitely say that you know he can't play with the first unit at all. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, we've seen him play with the first unit, like to close games. So, I guess the question is, like, do you want him starting games? Um, because right. that just puts a little bit more pressure on him. And I'm not sure, just because we haven't seen the rest of the guard, him go against the rest of the other top guards in the league yet. So that's concerning. Uh, and I think that's why you still want to work him off the bench. Like, yeah. If Con- if Con- if Con- like. If Connolly's giving him problems, I, I'm worried. Like if you have to like set him up against like the bigger ones. Ben Simmons, like mm-hmm. yeah, or like Ben Simmons, uh, you're gonna have Kyrie that he that he hasn't even played yet, um, you know. And then that that's those are the bigger questions. Even like Kyle Lowry, like just think about like the Atlantic Division alone. Right. It's, we're not talking about like easy guys to guard. Um, yeah, absolutely. So that. That's where it's like him working with the second unit. Like he can feast on second units, build confidence that they always talk about. Like, and I don't know if you can break his confidence. Like, yeah, I'm a, I'm, I was gonna say something. I, I was gonna, I was gonna let you rock, but I'm like this man. No, I don't think it's anything that really kill his no, confidence. I, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so either. But I think it's just it's not even confidence. It's just making sure that he can succeed at this point. Like getting the like maximizing his talent for what it is, for what he can be at this moment in time. But I don't think he can't play with the first unit yeah i think he's just better with the second unit right now 
Yeah, I agree with you. To like, for me, I was calling more for quickly to start back when you know Alfred Payton was. You know, I'm acting like Alfred Payton is just not coming back ever. <laughs> I'm talking like it's, <laughs> like it's a wrap. Like they already shipped him with his no trade clause. Honestly, to, man. Yeah, we saw what happened with Reggie Bullock, man. When he was injured, he came right back into that lineup. So I would I not know, be surprised. I would not be surprised, but but we need to see. But we need to see this like continue like before that's like a set in stone thing so there's this part of me that's hoping that he gets the, the rookie treatment where he's like oh you're injured so now you're stuck on the bench because we don't want to break up the continuity like there's, there's a part of me that thinks that that might be the move especially considering we already know that tom Thibodeau has a love affair with alfred payton but there's only one person on this team that he's ever loved more and that's derrick rose <laughs> so if anybody can do it if anybody can break the curse, <laughs> I'm putting my money on the man who went missing, but now he's back, Derrick Rose. All right? I, I'll, I'll add this. <laughs> I, I'll add this to that is that we – I think there – what was it? Didn't Ian Begley also report that there could – you know, the potential of D. Rose being in the starting lineup, that could be determined later. So it could be sooner because exactly. of Peyton's injuries. So uh-huh. we – we don't know, so uh-huh. so we'll see. Could we'll be see what determined happens. later. Today seems like later to me. It's been like a week and a half since he's been here, right? Sounds like <laughs> later to me. It's 11.46 later o'clock to me. Like, it's time. Let this man start. Derrick Rose. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Alfred, you can sit next to Austin. All right? Well, I'm not see though. <laughs> Until he demands a trade. Wow. All right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. We can send you to, to like, a, a playoff team. It's fine. All right, cool. <laughs> Next question. Taj turned back the clock tonight. Can he hold it down till Mitch returns? Uh, absolutely. I, I mean, he's not going to give you Mitch things. He's not going to have the length to compete with some of these centers. He's not going to have, like, the, 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 the switchability he has. Um, but there's things that Klaus can offer that Mitch does, and he sets, you know, solid picks. He can shoot a little bit. As we saw, Taz Gibson hit a three today. That was, whoo. Like, he can do things Mitch can't, but at the end of the day, you know, Mitch, Mitch, um, he, he's a better talent. But he can supplement, you know, what he what he's lacking from Mitch with his other skills. So he should be, he'll be completely fine. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Jalos. He's going to be fine with the second unit. It's not like he's going to go against seven-footers and second units, you know what I mean? And he gives you a lot of hustle. Um, tonight, he turned back the clock. He turned back the clock, I think, last game, too. I was like, he, his, I was like, yo, you've been icing up every night? Like, what are you doing, man? You're like, you got some hops tonight. Yeah, he got the hop. Ooh, yeah, man, he definitely had the yo, hops tonight. Dude, when uh, when Obi had that post, uh, that, that post, like that hook shot, that banked off. Yeah. And, wasn't going in, and he came he back and cleaned it up. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was like, Yo, yeah, I thought he was in the Bulls jersey for a second. I was like, Taj, is that you? Turn around the clock. Okay, Taj, I see you. Even the hops he had exactly. when he hit that three-pointer, I was like, he got kind of high in the air for that celebration. Yeah. He just wanted to be part of the fun, man. Yeah. He saw Burks going off. He saw Quickly going off. He saw D. Rose going He was like, yo, I can do this, too. Give me give me, give me, me the ball. Talk yeah, to me the rock. <laughs> dude, dude we, we talked about Burks, right? I feel like it's mad disrespectful if you didn't talk about Burks. Did we talk about Burks already? I mean, if we didn't, we could talk about We could re-talk like, about Burks' 24 points, two assists, four rebounds, plus 22 on the night, save the fourth quarter. We could did, man. <laughs> like, he I, I, he was on fire. Five for eight from three-pointer, from three-point land, 24 points, eight for 12 from the field. 
Like he was he was in his bag tonight. Like he he had a step back at the top of like straight on from three. I was like, Whoa, this man's feeling it tonight. So Burks was you know, he's the X factor. Like really is like the X factor to this team and when he's on it helps. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And the thing about Burks is too like if Burks is the Burks that I truly wanted him to be like that he showed at the beginning. If you're thinking about separating Emmanuel quickly and Derrick Rose, um, it, it makes it more, it makes it easier in my mind. Like you know, if if Burks gets back to, because you know Burks is a guy who's like a 15 point per game guy. He's gonna give you 20 points every once in a while. If we get that steady guy back again, I don't mind having him and quickly just I'm um, going off. And then it's like when quickly is off, you kind of have another guy you can rely on sometimes to do some of the scoring, or you even do a little bit with the ball handling. Like that's what he's here for. That's what we brought him here for. Like t- today, tonight is a night where I feel like he he lived up to his billing. This is why we got him here, and this is my is my this is the reason why he might he's not going to be moved during during the uh, the trade deadline unless something crazy happens. Like I don't know, I'm not even going to name some names to get people hyped. I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to name names. I'm not even oh, going to name names. Well, Ari's calling you out, man, in the chat. He said, JLS is probably going to break out the champagne tonight because Frank had seven yeah, points. Yeah, damn right I'm breaking out the champagne, Ari. You want some? <laughs> it's celebration tonight, though. Like, people was going ham on me. And, like, I don't even need I don't even need Frank to score 24, 25 points. That's not even what I want. Because people was calling him washed. <laughs> people was calling him washed. I'm just like, yo, he's not washed. He's a productive NBA player. And that's all I wanted him to show today, and that's what he showed. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. Oh, uh, comment. It says, JLS is crazy for wanting us to trade Peyton. He's a solid point guard for us. Peyton, yes, Peyton is a solid point guard for us. I'm not saying he's a bad point guard, but it, you can't deny the fit for this team is weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and yeah. when you look at the, what happened last night when we had Derrick Rose and Alfred Peyton closing the game and the trouble we had scoring because of the spacing was all weird, it, it, it further it further pushes the fact that the fit for this team is weird. This team is built and it's going in the right direction, but there's still certain pieces that don't quite fit perfectly together. So, and that's not a talent thing. It's not a talent issue. That's a fit issue. Mm. I, I agree 100%. Payne isn't like – the issue with Payne is like he literally adds like no shooting to this lineup. And so you don't have – you know, with D-Rose, like I said, like you get – potentially max four shooters because like he can help like if everyone's on mm-hmm. um but with Peyton you're going back down to three and there's always a concern of RJ just not feeling it tonight or right who's not feeling it tonight and then you're relying on Julius who you know by the fourth quarter you're already asking a lot from him so it's just not a good fit like if he if he was if you had other shooters like imagine if you had like a stretch five yeah, and you had Peyton as your guard. Like that works. Like that's that's fine because then you're opening up for Peyton to actually like attack the lane. And he's kind of yeah. no, sorry. Essentially, go ahead. What, no. Essentially, what Peyton is is just like a short Ben Simmons. Like you know what I mean? Like just can't <laughs> hit. He just can't shoot the three. So like, like, and no, like no disrespect to Peyton. Like he's a talented guard. He can attack the lane. He does a lot of things well. Like when he, it's so funny because like when he was in Orlando, when he was. In uh, New Orleans, he was passing the ball really well, too. He's not doing that here, either. But I think that's also because Tibbs wants to run it through Julius, too. Like, 
get the double team on Julius and like look for open shots, corner threes, and so forth. So I think it's a little bit of like scheme too that Tibbs is working. So we're not really seeing Peyton in like full effect of like what he can do. Yeah, it's just really that. like a true. It's, it's just really a true. It, he's we're putting like a square peg into a round hole, and it's just. It's not working. He does provide solid defense, and he's been playing the la- well the last couple of games. So I'm not going to, like, slander Peyton tonight. Like, he, he was out tonight, and we saw something different, and it worked against right. a really bad defense. And that's why I'm saying, like, it's good that we saw this tonight. They dominated as they should against a terrible Kings team. Let's see it again this weekend against the Pacers. And then if that if it continues, then it's going to be even harder to say, yeah, let's bring Peyton back into the starting lineup if we're getting some floor. force spacing. Yeah. That, that's exactly right. And you, you hit the nail on the head for me, man. So I'm I'm sorry if I'm coming off harsh on Peyton because, you know, like he's had he's had a good season. I've actually laid off of him over the past couple of weeks because he's been averaging around 50 points a game on this, like, in this eight or nine game stretch. And he's been, you know, he's been hitting his layups at a higher clip. Um, he's actually more average now, average finishing as, as a point guard before he's below average. But I'm just, I just wanted to see spacing on the team for a long time. And, I know guys don't even realize, like, y'all so used to watching this team. Regular NBA teams have minimum four shooters on the floor at all times. Minimum. Like, the good what? ones who make, who, make the, who make the playoffs and, like, make noise. Never we, seen that. Yeah, <laughs> and we, we're not close to that. We're not close. Minimum. That's all I'm saying, all right? Uh, and I'm going to move on from that from that topic. Next topic, next question. Do you think they should bring up Ignis Berzingis from the G League? He is a third in the league, averaging 21.9 points per game. Oh, man. I love Iggy, too. I love Iggy in the G no. League. Um, but, no, it's not. He's, he can't, he, no, I like, and, yeah, you're, you just went straight to it. I'm no. trying to do, like, the easy blow. It's not going to happen. Like, <laughs> it's just not. Like, we had him at the beginning of the season. He barely sniffed the floor. Um, Iggy needs some work, man. Like, Iggy can score. He's he's a tweener. Uh, he, he's he got a nice herky-jerky. He knows how to use his body. He knows how to attack. Um, what if you actually watch the Westchester Knicks, he's kind of like the Julius Randle of the Westchester Knicks. Like, he's doing <laughs> kind of like the same thing. The um, Julius Randle of the West funny. That I, we're at this point, Jalis, where I can actually use <laughs> Julius Randle. <laughs> Yo, man, it's, this guy has come so far where you can use Ju- – we're using Julius Randle as a compliment for a metaphor. That's – man, man, give this man his Complete flowers. Complete 180. Man. Give this man his Get, flowers. Complete, absolutely. <laughs> but that's what Iggy is down in the G League. I mean, don't be fooled. Like, I would say don't be fooled no, it is. by, by it's, points. It's yeah, like, fooled. understand. Like, it's not that – it's not that the G League is – it is lesser talent. Like, they're not terrible players, but at the same time, you're not getting seven-foot centers out there. You're not getting the same built. You're not getting the same, like, type of NBA action on a game-to-game basis. So, Iggy, can, for the G League, he's getting reps. He's yeah, getting reps. He's to, getting reps. To, if he does come up to the NBA, or when he does come up to the NBA, he'll be ready to play and look more fluid. He's just, that's all, like, that's what he's getting down there. Um, I don't know how the... 25 to 30 points. Like I know last season he was averaging 20 some points or even close to 30. So I can't. I can't. Yeah, remember. I know you've been. You you're the Westchester Knicks guy, so I know you you've seen. He's for those of you who don't know, Alex has you know before COVID watched the Westchester Knicks up close and personal, so he knows. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, hey man, ten dollar tickets. Ten dollar tickets. If I was in Westchester, I'd be out there too, man. I you can't can't turn me away. Um, 
but yeah, no, like watching Iggy, like he's he's he definitely has talent. Um, I think the one thing for him though is that defensively, his foot speed needs to be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I would say that he really needs improvement. Uh, and that's where you would start seeing him more on the court because of his size. It's he's similar in size to RJ, but a little step, like a half a step to a full yeah, step slower. Yeah, so yeah. it's not you're not gonna it's not gonna it won't transition well. Like it, it just yeah won't. for him he has to, he has, the defense isn't there for him because he's a little bit slower. For him to really be successful, he has to just shoot threes because and he's kind of a little undersized tweener. So it's a hard. It's, it's a hard climb from Iggy, man. It's gonna be a hard climb for Iggy. So I don't, I don't, I don't. He can, he can average forty a game in the G League. I don't think you're gonna call him up. To be honest with you, though, I'm sorry. I don't know. That might have been Illa asking that. Sorry, Illa, if that was you. Illa's <laughs> 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 the only one who be asking about Iggy up here. <laughs> There'll be a lot of lefties on the team. I'll tell you that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You already got too many. Even that. Everybody can't be on the left side of the floor. Um. All right. Anyway. Anyway, in hell, Peyton returns back in the lineup. Can Frank still remain in the rotation moving forward? I, I don't, I have no clue, dog. I, I don't know. I will say this: Tom Thibodeau praised the hell out of Frank for his defense today. Um, I can always foresee Derrick Rose starting because Tom loves Derrick Rose. He's the only. I think Tom loves his loves basketball, his mother, and Derrick Rose. like tom loves like tom tom loves basketball man so i can i can foresee him that happening can i so can i see foresee alfred payton not being in the lineup um i don't know i don't know Uh, i can still see him getting in the lineup but i'm not sure I can see Derrick Rose starting. Yeah, I. You don't know. You don't think you see Derrick Rose starting? No, I can. I can see Derrick Rose starting. Oh, okay, okay. I can I see was... Derrick Rose starting for sure. Will Peyton be out the lineup? That's the that's uh, the question. I'm not sure if that's there. If you if you're looking for Frank to be in this lineup, how he performed tonight, he has to bring that on a nightly basis. Like yeah. he can't. He can't go back into the shell of being, like, hesitant, like, for most of the games. You know, it's fine. Like, we see from, like, quickly, like, all right, you get two games, but, like, most of the time you're on. Like, that's fine. But you can't have one good game from Frank, which has been the which has been the issue. It's like you get right. one, two good games for Frank, and then you get, like, another – then you get ten. <laughs> exactly. Of, like, where, where'd you go? Um, he has to bring this consistently. If he's, do, if he's being aggressive with a shot – taking his shots, like, whether they're going in or not. Like, if he's wide open and he's just letting it, letting it fly, that's what you want to see from him. And then being aggressive on defense, yeah. Then I think you can see there's a good chance that Frank could be in the rotation and then you can bump D. Rose up. You know, we see Austin – like, Austin Rivers didn't get a shot today. Yeah. Austin Rivers is a vet, and he's still on the bench. So I, it's not impossible for Quickly to not touch the court again, but – in order for him to not touch the court again, that means other guys have got to be playing really well to justify that. So if Frank can do it, you know, if he can play at this level and stay with the second unit, um, which it looks like it's really good for him right now, uh, just based off today, uh, then, yeah, you can see D. Rose moving up because D. Rose offers you that little bit more floor space than that we talked about earlier. Right, right. Yo, sh- and shout-out to Chuck D. I don't know why I didn't see the super chat earlier, but it says uh – 
Dang, I missed, I missed it on the switch. But Chuck D sends a super chat to us. It says, shout out to, to Jay Ellis and Alex Prophecy Night. He sends a five dollar super chat to us. So shout out to you, Chuck D. Um, salute Chuck D. Salute Chuck D. Hit, hit the PEs in the chat, man. Salute Chuck D, man. Uh, thanks for always holding it down for sure, sure. Oh, it's going to run, done running through these questions. It says, all right. Which combo would you want to see more of, of in the future? Rolls quickly or quickly Frank and why? Second question, do you think Frank will seize on the chance carve a role for himself? Oh, do you think Chance will seize the chance and carve a role for himself? All right. Mm, all right. Um, I, so who do I want to see? Like, which combo do I want to see more between heroes and... Yeah, I mean, I'd like to... I mean, I'd like to see... If I see... Quickly and Frank more. That means D Rose is in the starting unit, which exactly. is what we want. So exactly, I would love to see that. Um, yeah, that I would love to see that. Do I think Frank can seize this opportunity? I think he has the potential to seize this opportunity, but he has to like be consistent. Like once again, like if he can be consistent and do this on a night to night basis, then absolutely. It's the the question is not you know like we can always ask can someone do it? Sure, can they do it? Will they do it? Is the that's the question. So, just do it. <laughs> yeah, and no, I just do it. Now I feel, I feel you on that. This next question is hard, man. I don't even know if I can answer this question. Which big names are willing to come to the Knicks now, given we are not scrubs? How, how do you answer that? <laughs> <laughs> how do you even answer a question like that? Yeah, who who do know. you think would be on the Knicks now, given that we're not scrubs? Is Worldwide West in the chat? Uh, yeah. Can we, can we get him on? Can we, yeah, can we ask World? I'm pretty sure World, World Wide West back-channeled somebody. already knows who's interested in, in, in the New York Knicks. So we might have to call him up. Because I, at this point, don't have a clue. I'm sorry. I just don't. Uh, maybe Buddy Hill. I'll say that. Buddy Hill might be interested. Uh, yeah. I think, like, maybe... I think Buddy Hill. Yeah, Buddy Healed. Oh, big names? Is that the biggest name? Because I, mean, I, know, I know they're thinking about Bradley Beal and Zach Levine. And I know they're thinking of all of these guys. Like, yeah. I know that's I, what they so, mean. But it's like, does Bradley Beal want to be here if we got our team? No. But he wants to sign. Like, he's he's too far away from free agency to even, like, straight out sign him. I don't even know if Levine wants to be here either. So, like, right. like if he – I don't know. I, like – I have no, there's no, like, telling signs that Chicago, that there's a rift between yeah. him and, like, Jim, uh, no, uh, Billy Donovan. Right. Uh, I was about to say, if, if, if Jim Boyle was there, there would still be a rift and he'd want out. But, uh, yeah, there's, like, it seems like the front office over there, it's new. They're trying to give everyone a chance. You know, they're not too far behind in the playoff spots. He's now an all-star. Uh, it's, it's really his team out there. I don't know. If he wants to be like the guy of a team, or if he wants to be, you know, on the same level. Like if he came here, would like is I presume it'd probably be Randall who you give the face to because he was here first, right? And then Levine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, that's that's a toss up, but I don't know. I, like and for Beal, I don't know if Beal wants to leave. Like was it 2022? Like he, he, I think he has the option to opt out. Right. Um, so. 
I don't know. I don't know what he. I don't know what he's doing. That's literally a question for like World Wide West. That's literally a question <laughs> for World Wide West. So you know what? We'll just wait until Julius Randle goes to the All Star Games, talk to his buddy and recruit, and then maybe we'll have a better idea of who they want to bring to the Knicks. Because you know, maybe there'll be a shot of him in the tunnel talking to some All Stars, chaffing, uh, laughing it up, and then next thing you know, there's some rumors about them coming to the Knicks next season. So we'll just have to wait for that to happen. All right? Because right That's now I have no, I have no, I have no clue, no idea. All right. <laughs> Next question. Do you think they are showcasing Frank for the trade deadline? Alex, I, I – yesterday on KOT, I – he laughed at me. <laughs> but I was thinking, I was like, is there any chance Alfred Payton – I didn't say Frank, though. I said Austin Rivers. I thought, I, I, I thought that maybe Alfred Payton is really healthy and we're just showcasing whoever's been playing time. Oh man, we're doing this talk again. <laughs> I, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Next question. Next question. <laughs> J. Ellis, Alex, is there a promo code so I can get a discount on a snapback? You talking about the KOT snapback or the Knicks Fan TV snap? I don't. I guess the K. Okay, well for the KOT snapback, I'll put a code in tomorrow for a discount. It'll be a KOT weekly code. All right, if you want to get one, I'll put it in by tomorrow. All right. Best role for Frank on the team is the role he played today. Yeah. Off the bench. Did it. <laughs> go ahead. No, nah, no, nah, go ahead, JLS. You're about to say it. Yeah, off the bench, off ball, combo guard situation, hitting threes, um, setting up teammates, and playing team defense. And maybe even um, playing defense on the other team's best scorer at the time. Um, I, th- I felt like today he was in the game a lot more because Halliburton was in the game and Tom Thibodeau knew Halliburton was torching us the game before. So mm-hmm. I think that's a, a, probably a, a big reason why we even saw Frank today was was the the, the length and skill yep. set of Halliburton. I, I think it would have just been a bad matchup for Austin Rivers. So that's probably why he was even in the game today. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I agree with you 100% jealous. There's nothing really more to add on to that, like, you described the role, perfect role for Frank. It was what we saw tonight. And then definitely using his length to cover Hal because Hal was giving us problems last tight, last time out in Sacramento. So we didn't need a repeat on our own home court with another Kermit GIF, right? Right. Now, yeah, the Kermit GIFs are dead. Down with the Kermit GIFs. I'm down with that already, all right? Um, we hit 25 wins this season. Yes. <laughs> we are on pace to do that. <laughs> That's e- easy. We're on pace for like 30 wins. Like, yes, we're going to be, I think we'll pass 25. Favorite moment of the season. Wow. That's a, this is like a really in-depth, hard question. Favorite moment. Favorite moment of the season is, uh... I'm going to cheat. I'm going to say yesterday, seeing a Julius Randle's uh, mom on the on the Tron and Julius Randle, like, mm. being smiling because he's been an all-star. But then everything after that was, was really sucky, so. <laughs> that's, a really good, that's a really good one. I'm just, a, I'm just a sucker personally for redemption stories. So anybody who's been kicked down and clowned out and comes back, I just like stories like that. It's just, it just shows you that, you know, you don't have to win the first game. Or the the first moment, but you know if you stick with it and you perfect your craft, you can end up a winner in the end, no matter how bad your start is. So that's my favorite moment. Yeah, I say that. All right, yeah. I like that one. I like that one. I think my favorite moment this season. 
Man, that's tough. I guess it's like the emergence of, of Manuel quickly. Yeah, 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 that's a good we one. Ne- you know, like in the preseason, because we usually, like, actually, I'll take that back. We're actually pretty good in the, when it comes to the later rounds, like drafting players. Yeah, we are. Like, so better than top rounds, really. <laughs> Yeah. Well, RJ, well, RJ's going to come around. I yeah. got faith in RJ. Um, but for for when you see like Donovan Mitchells and just like anyone who else goes later, like even like a Rudy Gobert, and you're like, how come we can't get someone like that? And we have Emmanuel quickly. And the thing that we've been asking for is a point guard for this team. And it seems like we may have the point guard of the future on this team. Like may. I'm not saying he is, but I'm saying may. Because it's just like scoring is there. Still got to do a little bit of uh, development otherwise. Just like he's do- – and he's showing it too, like passing out of double teams too. Yeah. The next step I want to see is doing like advanced reads, just like like seriously getting like hockey assists, just like knowing who to pass it to to like look for the open guy and truly directing traffic. Um, I agree with you there. So – but but quickly it's just been like – it's been a blessing. To know that he got the D-plus from CBS yeah, to now being uh, launch, launched up into the like – top five for like potentially rookie of the year um that's a good thing now i can see quickly being my favorite player on the Knicks. period i could see him like being that um for a for a long haul just the way he plays and how exciting he is and how much potential he has just to put quick, quick pick points up on the board man i can definitely see that for quickly for sure for sure for, for sure. sure so I, I like quickly and i think that's a pretty good answer the emergency and man quickly for sure um you know what let me get back. Somebody he somebody leaves a super chat. Shout out to Rob Brunswick. He says, "What up? How about that RJ bounce back game?" And I was gonna save that for later, but we talk about it now since you asked. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no better time than the present. Yeah. Shout out to you. Final super chat from from Rob. RJ Barrett. Um, what do you think of RJ Barrett's game today? I feel like he had a pretty good game. Uh, he didn't have to force it today because the, the team has been playing so well. And when you didn't have to force it, it just seems like everything he did just came, you know, a lot more naturally. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I liked RJ's game. Look, he went 5 for 8 from the field, had 12 points. He had three dimes, three rebounds. He wasn't really forcing it like the last couple of games, which that's when a player really starts to get out of it. Like, we were – there were guys that were forcing. Like, we saw D. Rose force some shots. We've seen Quinn force some shots. Like, when you're not, like – it's letting the game come to you, and he let the game come to him. What I really liked from RJ today was really his passing. I think that was the low-key, like, important aspect of it, just, like, looking for Noel, looking for, like, Julius, or just, like, making sure it's getting to the right guy, like, and especially in the paint. So him not forcing shots when he's getting into the paint was just – that was, like, probably – my most favorite thing today from RJ. Yeah, the pass he made to Taz Gibson when he went to the lane was probably one of my favorite passes from him today. I know he, it wasn't like a super crazy read, um, mm-hmm. but it was just I, it was unexpected to me, and it just showed that I, I just like that he was just being unselfish today after having a lot of selfish moments the game before, you know? Especially considering the beginning of the season. I felt like the beginning of the season, RJ Barrett was really flourishing and passing. Um, in, in general, so I was glad. I was nice to see him actually, you know, set up some nice people and hit some open threes. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I like that from today. Absolutely. Mhm. Is Julius Randle a top five power forward in the league? Yeah, I, I have to. I have to think about that one. Off the dome. Off the I'd dome. Say, off the dome. I'd probably say 
Jeez. AD? I don't even know. You got AD. You got Jokic. I mean, is he is he powerful or is he a center though? Like that's true. I mean, you got Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, you got Giannis. Uh, is LeBron? What, what's what are we? What is LeBron? LeBron? Is LeBron a hybrid? See, this, man, this question <sighs> is hard right now. Off the dome. Pa- you got pa- you got Pascal Siakam. Saki, um, nah. he's better than Siakam. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think I agree. I think he's better than Siakam, but I think he's still got like I'm just I'm just listening out people. Yeah. Like, who who who's out there like to say that he's top five power forward? Yo, it's Shaq. Power forward, top power, top power, top power power forwards in the league right now. He's up there. He's, he's up definitely there. up there. Like if he's he if he's not there. top five, he's like six or seven. If he's yeah, not he's five, definitely, he, he's definitely top ten. That, definitely that's top ten. No, that, that's a, that's a no brainer. Top ten is a no brainer. Top five, I'd have to. I really have to think. Like sit down and think about everyone because I know I'm missing people. Facts. I probably should be considering. The, the chat is saying he's five. <laughs> he's five. The chat is saying five? He's five. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he's five. I it's like. I can get behind him being five. I can do that too. I, I'm cool with that answer. Julius Randle is five. I'm, I'm with it. <laughs> Definitely. With yeah, it. I can get. It. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah, we almost was we'll see. What adjustments need to be made to close out the third quarter? We continue to blow leads in the third and make games closer than they need to be. Maybe an <laughs> earlier rotation. Ah, yes. I think you, think you answered your own question. I, I think when the third quarter gets out of hand, I do feel like Tom should start to sub in some of the the bench players a little bit faster. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that um that I like that uh, Greg Popovich, Popovich does. You know, on a consistent yeah. basis, is when his when his starters aren't playing well, he doesn't just call a timeout. He'll call a timeout and just be like, put the whole G League squad in there. <laughs> and be like go, <laughs> go. We teach you a lesson. Like I, that's the one thing I wish Tom did, man. Just let, just let you know, just sub them out, but don't just sub them out and put them back in. Sub them out and sometimes throw them back in. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I think with the rotations. See, it was interesting because the first unit didn't come back in until what, like around like the five four minute mark towards the end of the first half, right? Right. Somewhere around there. And, like, he gave the second unit, like, a good amount of extended run. And so I, I'm not against, like, a quick pull, but it was also, like, I'm thinking about, like, do you want to send your second unit out there? Who is really, like, the big part of, like, closing this game out today, right? So I don't know. But I, I, can, get, I can get with – are you talking about, like, a quick pull? Is that what you're talking about, like, a quick pull and then you t- quickly put, put them back in? Like, just is – that, is that what you're discussing? Yeah, like – I'm saying he's saying what should what adjustments should we make to get people from the third quarter into the game, like to to stop mm-hmm. these third quarter collapses? Because we we've seen for like a, at least four or five games straight we had the Knicks third quarter of doom. Today we were able to survive it because the scoring kept up and um you know the the second unit came in and he was able to adjust. But I do feel like if it just seems like when the second unit comes in we're able to you know make a push, maybe we should get the second unit in a little bit sooner some games just to see. You know how that works. Like, I understand that they feel like the second unit might not be able to do it against the first unit at times. But if the first unit ain't getting it done, you might as well try it. That's the time to try something new when something else is not working. Yeah, yeah, I can get I can get behind that. I think I think it's just tough, like, trying to figure out. Because sometimes you guys need to, like, work it out. But 
I don't see there being any issue if like you see your unit not going in that you can do a quick swap and then a quick swap again to put them back in there. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think the other thing is just don't come out flat, like be ready to go. Like I think guys get a little too lax when they come out. I think it's just like, all right, we've been sitting for a little bit, got a little bit of run. And I think the thing is that the Knicks in general get away with, from what they were doing in the first half. And then they start to have like this late, just like, oh yeah, that's what we did where it was working and we should keep doing that. Like there was like when we saw the first unit, there was little ball movement, little cutting, little setting screens for one another. It was just, there was, it was too stagnant. Right. Um, so I think just understand that you got to keep doing the same thing that you were doing in the first half that was working and not good, like yeah, not, go too far away yeah, from it. You say, you know? Yeah, stay away from the hero ball and the heat checking. Ironically, that's what works with Alec Burks went off. He just started heat checking and it started working. And it's like, it's one of those things was like, you're not supposed to do that, but it's working. So I don't even know what to say right now. There's always the exception to the rule. Yeah, and Alex <laughs> Burks is that exception too. Welcome back, Alec Burks, all right? Yeah, man. Um, two more questions. It says, do you believe the report from Michael K that the World Wide West is using bat channels to get badly billed? Yo, it's funny. We talked about this on, on KOT the other night. And I'll just say this. Um, it's believable because it's World Wide West. Is it true? I don't know. Just because it's believable doesn't mean it's true. So it's a likely story, but I can't confirm or deny it. And I'm not going to even try to overthink it by trying to figure out if it's true or not. <laughs> yeah, on, on our pod, we got into like a whole discussion about this where it's just kind of annoying where you're like, oh, a guy who's very well connected in the league may be doing something to get a star to the Knicks. Like, it's so like. Yeah, it's such a likely story. Like, it, it, yeah. It's like, it's not too hard to, like, fathom that. I mean, World Wide West, you know, like, he's well-known around the league. So is Leon Rose. Two very well-connected guys. Right. We could talk about a coaching staff that's also very well-connected with, like, Kenny Payne, mm. Johnny Bryant. You know, Tibbs is well-connected. So it's it wouldn't be a shock. Um, I don't put too much thought into it. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen um but i don't think it's going to happen soon i think the knicks are, are shown showing this season that they're being prudent in their decision making and they want to keep assets for marginal moves this season and then they'll reevaluate see what the assets turn into because it's too early to trade picks like the mavericks pick you know or right. even our pick because we don't know where we're going to end and what that value of the pick is god forbid you know if the Mavs don't make the playoffs, like I, it's still a small chance, but we see we saw the Pelicans, who weren't even like bottom five, jump all the way to number one, right? Right. So you don't want to just start trading picks until you know what you're getting out of it, and you can hold on to those picks until draft night and trade for guys then, or even or even before then. So I don't see anything happening this season. I think they're going to wait to see what those assets turn into, um, and just rock with the guys that they have for the most part and make slight marginal moves. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I feel like we're going to – I said this yesterday too. Like, I feel like going to be some two-form moves. Like, there's just a glut, so they might try to trade two pieces, two minuscule pieces for, for one good piece, especially if you're looking at mm-hmm. Austin Rivers who had a 50-piece last year in the bubble. So even though he's not playing, I feel like there's still some value with him in the league, and they might try to package him with somebody else. Could be Frank, could be somebody else to get something else in here to try to make a playoff push. Probably get some wing shooting somewhere more consistently or something of that nature, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
cool. Last question of the night. Do you think if we traded for Melo, <laughs> not giving up a lot of scoring, Melo's not coming here. I'm sorry. Melo's not coming. <laughs> as much as I would love a homecoming for Melo, hashtag stay Melo, um, I think he wants to win. Uh, I mean, we're in the playoff position right now, but I don't know. He kind of said earlier this year that the Knicks are doing something different, and he didn't feel like it was right. I'm pretty sure I heard that earlier this year. Um, pretty sure there's a video of it. So I don't see him coming back. I think he's happy out in Portland right now. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and they're they're doing really well. I don't know why he'd want to come to a team that's not even a lock. I think Portland's more so of a lock than the Knicks right now. Absolutely. But I love Melo. So wouldn't be upset like if he came back on the cheap, but I don't think absolutely. it's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, man, those are the questions. Hit those thumb buttons. If you get to 500 before the night is over, that'd be dope. So hit those thumb buttons, thumbs up button for your boys. 813 people watching right now. If you get up to 500, that'd be great. Let me shout out everybody in the chat. Shout out everybody's watching. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us watching on Knicks Fan TV. Um, had to fill in for my guy, CP and Ashley. Frank revenge game with seven points. Ooh. <laughs> They're not here for me to rub it in their face, but it's fine. I know they'll be able to watch it later, and maybe we'll get to joke about it when they get back. All right? <laughs> but shout out to people in the chat. Shout out to the Shells, Reginald Bakersfield. I saw Ari in the chat a little bit earlier. Shout out again to Chuck D for always supporting. Lex Destroyer, um, Night Bob, my, my fake cousin Winston Ellis. Uh, everybody else is rocking the chat. Shout out to you guys, and thank you for watching this show. Also, yo, shout out to my guy Fritz Alessandor, who's always holding it down, man. Shout out to you, Fritz. All right. I don't know if you want to shout out to anybody. I've asked you this before. If you want to shout out anybody, this is your time right now, Alex. All right. Well, shout out to, to Chuck D in the chat, holding it down with the people. Shout out to KC. Shout out to, seems like your cousin, Winston Ellis is in the chat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Legal Center. Uh, shout out to Nick's number one seed. Uh, shout out to all the mods, man. Shout out to all the mods for doing uh, you know, a phenomenal job as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, CFA two six one eight. Shout out to you too, uh, and Geo Ignatius. Alex is Jamal Murray, bro. What? <laughs> Alex is Jamal Murray. Does that mean you can okay. drop fifty when you when you feel like it? I don't know what that. What does that mean? Send me send me to the bubble. Give me that contract. Uh, bubble, Alex. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I'm with it. Okay. All right. I'm going to call you Jamal from now on. All right. Shout out to you, Jamal. All right. Thanks, Jay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yo, yo, shoot it. Yo, I'm going to be on with um, Nick, CK2K. Me and CK2K, we're going to be talking about the game tomorrow. Um, So, shout out. So, um, tune into the KOT show tomorrow. We're going to do a live stream with CK2K to talk about this game and other topics as well. So, please... Um, follow us tomorrow. Um, anything else you want to say about the game? Did I miss out anybody? Did I miss anything? You got to give New Orleans well. Oh, we got to give New Orleans well. This is props for playing good defense. Top five defense. Giving you two blocks a game today. He showed out today. Um, Taj hit a three. I think we talked about everything, dog. Did I miss anything? <laughs> nah, I think we covered it all, Jay. We did it. All right. Seems like we covered it all. All right, man. So, you know what? Tell them where they can find you, Alex, man. Jay Ellis, it was fun. Thank you for inviting me on for tonight. Always love talking Knicks. Facts. Shout out to CP. Shout out to Ash for not being here. Once again, shout out to Moz and shout out to Knicks Nation. Love you.
big family, big win tonight. Yeah. Let's get it. You guys can find me, though, at Hoops Habit, part of fan style. I'll be covering the Knicks and some NBA over there. You can find my writing, some of my stuff for KnicksFanTV.com. You can find the podcast, Knicks, Jets, etc., on all streaming platforms, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, you name it, we're there. And if you're into sports betting, you can find me over at Tally's site if you want to catch some of that as well. All right, all right. And you know what? Yo, yo, shout out to everybody who, who supports Knicks Fan TV and also all the supporters of the Nick and Tom show. We will be doing a show tomorrow with CK2K. It's like another little post-game show. I call that show the after party. It's like the after this one. Do another show and, and we chill with Knicks fans and talk smack. So definitely go subscribe to the channel at uh, the KOT Nick and Tom show on YouTube. Also go to the blog at nicktimeshow.com. Shout out to the writers. I'm Rob, Fritz, um, um, Everybody over there, man. Shout out to you guys, Mikey. My mind's going back on that, but shout out to you guys. Also, um, shout out to the people. Um, follow us on all social media, man. The KOT Show on Twitter, Nick and Time Show on Instagram, and also Facebook. And also, you can catch our merch at nickandtimeshow.com as well. You get some KOT hats, some KOT merch, like this maple shirt, maple mamba shirt, and other knickknacks and tings. All right? That is our show. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Shout out to the mods. Salute to Eugene Karoma. I see you, my guy. We out of here, boy. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regimen, including EE system.